killed two weeks ago, bro. So I used to keep like the um, episodes probably like uh, they usually run through like forty five minutes, an hour. That's, That's cool. Right, That's really. cool with you, bro. All right, cool for sure. All right, yeah, let's get this started. Let's get this started, my boy. Right. Is that Desto Dub? Desto Dub right here. I think it's a collab. Yeah, a little collab he did with. Um, I'm really fucking with that right now. I salute. All right, you ready, bro? All right, guys, welcome back to another episode of the Real Meal Real podcast. Today, um, I'm a little proud of myself. All right, I'm a little proud of myself. When I have people like this in in the building, um, it's it's really it's the coolest feeling because not only did like you know I listen to your music in high school, now I got you on my podcast. You know what I'm saying? Like I just feel like when I have people like you, it's just I just want to give myself a little pat on the back. So today, of course, we got my boy Cypress. I know, like. I don't want to do a little intro because you actually already know who he is. Um, today we're gonna to be chilling. He he pulled up on time, everything like that. I just want to say shout out to you, man. Bro. Shout out to you. Thanks for having my, me. My for guy, real. my guy. I just want to say because lately some of these guests, bro, it's like so much with them, bro. Because um, hmm. you know, I try to tell him a certain time, but I just say that time just to try to get him here around that time. You know what yeah. I mean? Like I, I know no one's perfect. Like you know what I'm saying? I'm a late motherfucker all the time, but I try to you know. But I just want to commend you on that. He was no, a real dude. For having me, man. Yeah. He came through and everything. First, like, I, I like the name of the podcast too. You fucking with it? Hell the real yeah. me? Hell yeah. We need we need more of that. Bro, we're gonna get straight into it, bro. Um, before we start the video, I always like to start off with a couple announcements. Make sure you guys are subscribed right now. It takes five seconds. Um, I'm always talking about I'm trying to get my, my channel monetized. You know how YouTube is and stuff like that. I'm trying to get all these analytics in and I'm trying to uh, you know, be consistent with these episodes. And stuff like that. So make sure you guys are subscribed. Another thing is we are now on all streaming platforms. So you can now stream the podcast on Spotify, um, Apple Podcasts, what else? I think there's Amazon, of course. I think we're on we're on everything. So you guys make sure you guys are following me on there. All that stuff is in the description. Um, let's see, let's see what else we got. We got the clothing. So today I'm wearing one of the yellow hoodies. Um, they're mostly like vintage wash colors type of thing. We just started doing that um, this month. A couple of you guys already copped some hoodies, so shout out to you guys. You guys can cop that. They're only like 45 bucks. You know, support black-owned businesses. You feel me? Yeah, I was I was just talking about this on, um, you know, the other podcast. You you being an entrepreneur of yourself and everything like that, you know how much support means, right? Yeah, and it's stuff everything. Like that. And a lot of people are quick to, you know, they're quick to support people that they don't know. And right. Rather than people that you do know, and it's still you no know, sim. And it support doesn't always mean buying stuff. You know what I mean? It could be reposting, sharing it. You know what I mean? It doesn't matter what you know. Support is free at the end of the day. Um, so I just want to shout that out. You guys can get your guys' clothing. The links in there. Um, make sure you guys are following us on all social medias. The real me with Rel is on Instagram, TikTok, Twitter. Um, that's pretty like the main ones right there. Not Snapchat or anything, but you guys can follow us on there. Make sure you're following my boy. I got his app popped up on the screen. And everything like that. Make sure you guys are tuned in. Subscribe to him just as well. And my bad, bro. How to get that out the way. Do your thing. But, okay. Hey, bro. So, we like to start off the podcast, my brother. is a little intro, bro. So, we'll start off with you first, bro. So, for people that might not know who you are, Cypress, let's just talk about a little about yourself. Where you from? 
how you were raised, a little something yeah, like that. Yeah, a little that. intro. Yeah. My name is Cypress. Um, just became a father seven months ago. So I'm Congratulations, a father brother. first now, first and foremost. Mm-hmm. And yeah, just, you know, grew up in L.A., different parts of L.A., played a lot of sports um, recreationally throughout the city and shit. Um, but yeah, grew up. L.A. kid, born and raised in L.A. kid, still, you know, still here, still putting on for the city. Hell yeah, bro. Did you um, did you do a lot of moving around growing up, bro? Or were you kind of like a one spot? A little bit of moving around. Not too much. Not too much? Not too much. Um, I feel like just me playing sports at different parks, that was moving around. Oh. Just playing Pop Warner football, like, that was a lot of moving around. Football. So you did football growing up? Yeah, I played all sports, but I, I played football for the most part. Okay, and football, I know you just said you played all, but was football like your favorite out of yeah. all the ones you, okay. Football definitely my first love. So Pop Warner first. Before Pop Warner, I was playing like t-ball, baseball. <laughs> Whole life. Yeah, soccer, basketball, all that. Very athletic. I'd say so, yeah, not anymore, I'm a little out of shape and shit, but. It's been a, it's been a couple years. It's been, yeah. <laughs> it's, been it's been a couple, a couple years. years. Nah, that, that's the stuff though, bro. Um, Okay, what about like, so. I know you just said growing up. What about high school? Were you still still into it in high yeah, school too? Yeah, high school I was very committed to, you know, being a student athlete. I went to Loyola High and um, I played football four years. Wow. Okay, so since we're going to dive right into that, what what changed? Like what made, like what exactly changed from, you know, doing the sports to the, the music thing? Like what exactly? It was just a reality check. I was undersized. As a football player, mm-hmm. so I kind of knew like I wasn't gonna play. No, you know I, I probably could have. I pro- I should have really mm. um, still played college ball, but I didn't play college ball. So when I went to college, um, I had a lot of free time. Right after football season, you know football is like fall winter winter time sport. Right after football season, I had a lot of time on my hands, um, mm-hmm. and with that time, I decided to you know fuck around with the DJing and shit. Had a little DJ program called Virtual DJ. On my laptop, mm-hmm. I also had Surat on my laptop, but Surat. I didn't have the equipment in high school. I had access to the equipment. Um, just, you know, friends and family members had different DJ equipment and whatnot. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I had a lot of free time on my hands coming out of um, high school that summer, going into college. More free time, just a lot of, you know, partying and just trying to get, you know. Trying to get something going. Something going, yeah. Okay. With, off, all off the ox court at first. All off the ox. Yeah, all off the ox. <sighs> My boy. And look look what happened now. Jesus Christ, man. That's 10 Go. years ago. Because I, I graduated high school 2012. 2012, bro. Yeah, I'm 10 years in the game. How how old are you, bro? 28. 28. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So you, you've been... Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. <laughs> okay. I'm I'm 20, bro. I'm, tw- I'm 20. I graduated high school like two, three years ago, something like that. Um. Okay, so I wanted to tell you... A little about me for a second, um, do. because um, at these podcasts stuff like that, like I got like okay, so I got all types of guests as you guys know. You guys know new new episodes every week. I've had producers, videographers, artists. You know what I mean? And um, of course, obviously, like I've never met Cypress Moreno. My, you know what I'm saying? Like I don't, you know, we don't, we don't know each other like that. So this is our first sit down and everything like that. But I always thought I could just give you a little bit on me before I start asking more questions. For sure. So, for me, my name's Jarrell. That's my full name, of course, and this is my podcast. I want to give you a little history about how this all came about. So, for me, I in high school, I was like a I always liked uh entertainment, bro. I was always that kid kind of like dancing, smiling. I was always one of those type of kids. Does that yeah. kind of make sense? I, I also played sports growing up too, but I don't we won't got to get into all that. But I'm just trying to give you a little rundown in high school. 
So I used to first, like, you know, when I was a freshman or whatever, I used to be one of those, like, I used to like to dance and shit like that. You know, that was just like, I was energetic. I was like the hype. You know what I mean? I did that. And then I kind of started doing um, partying, promoting. I did that, like, kind of at a young age, like sophomore year. I threw my first party, probably, threw, uh, probably pull, a clip, pull a clip over that. And, um, and then I kind of got into promoting and hosting. You know how it is out here in L.A. And, um, you know, 20, because my high school days were 20, like, 16, 17, 18, like, that area where, you know, partying was kind of, like, up right there. For sure. And um, I started doing that at a young age, hosting, so that kind of got me more tapped in, in L.A., you know what I'm saying, just kind of knowing DJs. And I, I met artists here and there, you get me? Yeah. And then what I did was um, my senior year came around. I don't really get too much into to the podcast. Um, it comes up sometimes, obviously. I did music myself, right? right? So... I tried doing that. I, the reason I, I did music was, um, it was actually a funny story, bro. So I have a brother-in-law of mine, right? And basically, it was one summer before senior year. I was telling him, obviously I'm black, bro. So, you know, people tell me all the time, like, can you freestyle? Can you rap? You know what I'm saying? It's just something black people get asked a lot. It's kind of like a thing, you know? <laughs> and I've always said, no, bro. I can't rap for shit. I, that's not me. I'm not that guy. But one day, my brother-in-law, I told him, I was like, you know what, man? I was like, I think I could make a song or something like that. He said, not a chance. And that it just flipped a little switch in my head. I was like, what the fuck? I said, bro, hold on, hold on a second, hold on a second. That I can't do it now? Like, that I really, you tell me I can't do All right, no. So what I did is I, I messed around. Um, sum it up, I basically, I tried to make my first little song to like, it was AZ Chikes beat. It was like the burn rubber again type shit. Made a song. It was like a minute long, bro. And, you know, it took me a while to write it. I, yeah, I had a friend that had a little studio at his house. We did that. Um, I recorded it. And I couldn't wait to show my brother, man. I was like, got this little song here. I'm ready. I pulled up on him. I waited till we were in the car getting food or something. I was like, all right, man, turn it up a little bit, man. Like, turn it up. You know what I'm saying? I'm about to play you some shit. <laughs> Playing the song, he said that shit was ass. I was like, fuck. I was like, all right. I got really mad then. I was like, it's still the summer. I'm like, whatever. I kind of like cut him out. I, I, I locked in. Long story short, you know the song, When's the Fine, like Hollaback Girl? That, yeah, like, that, that shit. I took that I took that beat. I, I somehow freestyled, wrote a little song over it, came out to one minute and forty-five seconds. <sighs> I dropped that shit probably like right when school started. It was like August. Um, and I kid you not, bro, like okay, I premiered it, like not premiered it, but I previewed it on my Snapchat. You know how no one really says shit until it's the shit kinda? Like no one really says, Hey, this is good until you got some people and you're actually doing it. Same thing. I, I previewed it, I was like, I'm about to start rapping. No one really says shit. They're like, cool, whatever. Until it got like a thousand views type shit, like in a week, bro. And you know how like back, this is like 2019, man. So you know SoundCloud was a little more serious back then For sure. than it is right now. I did that, bro. And um, basically what I did was I took all these. So people were playing my music, right? But how it got big and how it all started, I'm gonna pull up clips during the interview for you can for you can see what I'm talking about. I did performances and everything like that. Yeah. And um. What I did was I took all these videos of people playing my song. People would send me all these videos. It would be kids, teachers, aunts, grandmas, people in the car, doing all types of crazy shit. And I would just repost it over and over and over again. And it made it like a trend, bro. It's almost the same shit we hear. Same, almost the same exact thing we hear, bro. Um, and I just did that to the point where it kind of like looked like I was a real rapper. Because then, you know, I hit like 10K or something like that first two months. And then I started doing performances. And the whole the whole nine yards. I made a couple songs. You know, I'm not trying to gloat. Whatever. You know what I'm saying? I'm just trying to give you a little insight. You feel me? Um, I want to say, like, the song today. Cause I actually got one of those uh, Spotify wrapped ups today. Whatever. Yeah. I looked at that because at the time, you know, my all my my songs were on the platforms. So I still get the emails and stuff. And it's over, like, 20,000 still on Spotify. And it's, like, at 30K 
on SoundCloud, bro. So I did that whole thing. The only thing that really f- not fucked it up but stopped it kind of was the COVID, bro. So the reason why, it's like I could have kept going, but I was performing at parties. That's what kind of made the hype so more big, yeah. you get me? Or it was more like around here type of thing. And um, COVID kind of cut me off. So I was like, all right, well, you know how we didn't know what was going on with the whole COVID? Like, we didn't know if it was going to get better or we was going to be here for another year. I don't know. But I just kept holding off shit. You know what I'm saying? I was like, all right, I'm going to drop it. I'm going to drop it. I'm, and then, you know, you know, consistency is key and stuff like this. So it just kind of like, you know, time went on. I, I made a song this year in the beginning of the year but it was it got like a month of playing time because by the time i dropped it bro i was already starting this and sorry to keep going on and on about Go it ahead, but no, I, no. I just, I just want to let you know how i kind of got here yeah, a little you know, bit. For sure. you feel me a little bit sometimes i don't talk about it enough but um so i did that i dropped the song this year i kind of got, got back into it it's cool i'll send it to you, you feel me you could check it out if you want yeah, yeah, sure. um it's called sweet escape it did good numbers everything like that like i think two or three k because only up for like a month and then i started promoting this which was leads me to the podcast we'll start about that now so i started the podcast this year in march bro like i think february march um and i'll I'll talk about that of course so basically last year in november i was like um i was like i I got the idea i was like i want to start a podcast and of course it's called the real me with rel and the reason why i started this was because you know i just told you how i did the partying promoting and you know how stuff like that comes with um perspectives on you you know what for i mean sure. and how you, know, you I act did a lot of that too. You, you get what i'm saying certain, certain people act like they think you're a certain way just because especially you know it's when you're in like that even on that type of level you know what i mean so lord only knows you know but i know you can understand what i'm saying right so there was all these perspectives on me like i was a promoter i was a host i was a rapper and then now i'm doing so i always i wanted something that i could say that's mine you know what i mean like i control i control the narrative i, I control the perspective you get me and then it happens to be during the COVID, a lot of people started doing the podcast, right? Yeah. So I started watching those, and then I started kind of like, you know, I, I was actually getting into it, and you know what I mean, a little bit. I'm like, why the fuck are you asking them? That? You know what I'm saying? I'm like, bro, what? It was starting to give me irritation. I said, you know what? Fuck this, man. I got to start my own shit. I, you know what I mean? Like, and it, the, one of the main reasons for this podcast is because um, another thing is like, I'm just tired of just watching a bunch of people on my phone that don't even know. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just feel like Cypress, can I be honest with you for a second? Um, I don't know. I just took it upon myself because I think people should have that mindset. Like, you know how, like, okay, of course you, Cyprus. When you were in the beginning of what you were doing and stuff like that, it's not like someone in your head told you this is exactly how you're going to end up. You had to believe in that shit yourself first, right? Fact. Am I right, though? Yeah. Like, no one's, I like, obviously, I know in my head I could be the next podcaster, bro. But no one's going to do it for me. You know what I mean? I can't rely on people. I can't wait until I get all this money or whatever the case is. I said I got to do this now. Fact. So I, I scraped up whatever I could. I got a camera. I got some mics, and then it's I didn't even have a ma- yeah, two mics, interface. You, you got fucking laptop, with it it's smooth, right? Camera, you got lights. The lighting, so yeah, you got a little sign up here. You can smoke. I feel like this is cool. Yeah, no, right? it's, it's a vibe. It's cozy. Appreciate you, my brother. So that just kind of made me just like, oh, I gotta get this done. And I, you know, I already kind of had little connections from doing partying and stuff like that. So we'll, we'll start with some of the guests. I'm trying to think. Okay, I had Yike Mike. He's a producer. I don't know if too sure if you yeah, know him. No, no. Shout out Yike he's, Mike. Yeah, shout out him. Mike. He's from the Inland Empire. Um, he, I already knew him a little before because I listened to his music and stuff. We never really sat down until the podcast shit because we were just mostly just partying and stuff like that. I'll see him there. So I had him, and then you know that episode did probably like a thousand views like the first day it was crazy like i don't know what that episode did but it was just like oh shit this for real and then of course i had like one take Quan after that um and then i had what who dj trey and a little i had ambj 
Um, and then, you know, later this year, I got Wes, Angel, and um, all these other producers. But I'm trying to just tell you, like, so from the beginning, that's how I just all just off the bat, I started having these guests. And it was kind of like, I kind of knew some of them, you get me saying? Like, just from just doing the partying scene. And then, of course, like, now, you know, now that I got the podcast to stand on, I meet people like you and stuff like that. It's, you know, it's a, it's a whole thing. So that's how the whole thing started, bro. And, you know, I've just been kind of just... um trying to be consistent with it now man yeah. I'm just trying no, to just congrats and all that appreciate that my brother and i'm sorry to keep going no, on and rambling. i checked it out yeah. too you know Yo, you, yeah and i saw you subscribe appreciate you my all boy day. my on, boy subscribed man. before he was even on the podcast i saw that yes, i was like sorry. holy shit but yeah man that's just how the whole thing kind of just came about and i've been just being consistent with it um every week i put in new episodes i hired myself a nice little assistant to help me manage uh booking and scheduling i got myself a cameraman i do vlogs and stuff like that like i said i did i did one with west um, shout out Run That Back West. We did a like a kicking it with him. We went to his crib right there in downtown. We chilled with him. So you know what I'm saying? I'm just trying to perfect the craft, man. Yeah. Trying to be consistent. You know, we're we're also at um over fifteen thousand views. Once again, shout out you guys. We're about to be at twenty K, bro. So that's right. We just been doing that. And then um yeah, and then now I got you here, bro. So I just had to say something like that because it's just crazy, bro. You get me? Like I started this shit in March, man. Yeah. And of course now we're in, in December and you know, I got Cypress in my living room, bro. So we're just gonna Started off like that, my brother. I just had to had to get that got to get that by, bro. And I'm gonna start asking you questions now. It's all good. And you set the tone. <laughs> you feel that though, bro? I, said, I, had, I had to let you know a little bit, man. I had to let you know because sometimes I try to keep my composure, bro. I try to keep like it's cool, it's regular, it's another guest type of shit. But no, man, it's super cool when you have some of your favorite producers and some of your favorite artists that you actually listen to on your phone, and then you get to talk to them about certain things. It's the coolest feeling in the world. I feel like it's the best feeling. So I always I wanted to address that real quick, brother. Just real quick, um, but of course, the first thing I'm gonna ask you, Cypress, is what type of music you listened to growing up. I want to know your your vibe. Who were yeah, some of your favorites? Up, that's a good question. It was a little bit of you know all that West Coast shit, Dre, mm -hmm. Snoop, um, the game, Fifty Cent. A lot of like that's when I I actually was able to like buy a CD first On the CD. iPod days type of thing. Huh? Shit, before that, just before the, the Walkman. Little Walkman had a blue Walkman with little I'm, headphones. I know you're probably gonna think I'm a little young right now. What is that? It's a CD player. The oh, just the little thing you pop in. Just CD Put player. Put the CD oh, in. Man, I'm not, I know what that is. I'm the sorry. The headphones. Um, blue Walkman though. I had a blue Walkman. <laughs> but yeah, I, I remember buying like little bootleg um CDs at Venice Beach. You know, across the boardwalk, five bucks. They had like the little um. Shit, I thought they were real, but... <laughs> <laughs> hey, as long as you thought they were real. Hey. Yeah, they had the little bootleg CDs uh -huh. and shit over there. Um, first, the first CD I do remember um, purchasing, which is kind of crazy because it's right next to Lock and Key. And I don't know if you're familiar with Lock and Key. I'm not. Go ahead and Lock and Key is a dope like uh, bar lounge type vibe in Koreatown. Okay. Um, there used to be a CD store right next to Lock and Key. Like now it's like a... a parking lot that's under construction looks like they might build some apartments or something okay um and i remember buying that uh that 50 cent get rich or die trying shout 50 and also that eight mile um soundtrack whoa okay so for the most part you know the goats the legends yeah of, okay i mean that that's some of the stuff that my dad was listening to like dre snow dj quick just that west coast shit my mom would listen to um a lot of freestyle 80s music and a lot of Spanish music. She liked to dance, so just like up tempo Spanish shit. Wow. Okay. So your your um your parents got a taste for music also. I'd say so. Um, they oh. had they had me young, so we twenty years apart. So 
it's like a yeah generational thing i guess whatever their generation was was listening to mm-hmm. i was listening to right and my thing is man let me tell you something i know you're you're a little older than me but this new generation they don't know a lot of certain things that's it, that was one thing we talk about a lot on here is eras man we're in new eras like a lot of things are kind of like ending and new things are starting you get what i'm saying mm. like um that just in any anything i feel like there's a lot there's errors in every every field you know what i'm saying but but stuff like that is like yeah you get what i'm saying like kids in high school aren't knowing certain things we listen to high school and you listen to high school you get what i'm saying um but okay bro another question i had was i had another producer on here his name was a moon turn that shit up he's one of hbk josh's producers okay and one thing and then him and no limit austin shout out both of them they also they actually talked about something I don't really even ask producers is they actually play instruments. Mm. So I was gonna ask you about that. Do you play any instruments? I don't play like any that? instruments, but I do um, understand music theory. Music That's theory. like reading and writing. Got um, it. Just you know notes and different scales and chords. I could play like you know chords on the on the piano and melodies and different leads on the piano, but I wouldn't say that I'm a piano player or a pianist. Got it. Got it. But you're you're pretty well known with them. Comes I got it. Okay, for sure, bro. Definitely. And I, I want to talk about Cypress, the DJ. Let's talk about that for a second. For so sure. how did you get into that exactly? And how did that all start? I know you said it was in high school and stuff like that, but you want to yeah. go a little more in detail, like how for long sure. you were doing that yeah. for, for the producing thing? Before that, it was just being around a couple of DJs. Mm-hmm. Um, I had a couple, you know, family friends that that were the DJs of the family. So shout out DJ Mauricio once again, DJ Shorty. They had the equipment. Um, my uncle also had some equipment. My uncle Agar, rest in peace. He had like a cool little controller setup. It was like nice. an early controller before controllers were kind of a thing. Um, but the radio, the radio influenced me tremendously. I used to listen to the radio like every day, all day. Mm. If, if it wasn't a CD that I actually fucked with and wanted Big to put listener. in, yeah, I was listening to the radio all the time, morning, midday, early evening, late night. Like I was really tuned in to everybody's show, everybody's radio show. Mm. So you always had it like an ear. I'd say so, you yeah. You think about it, right? Definitely I just feel a, like you just, you've always had an ear for music. Yeah, of the course. radio was yeah. always on. Um, the car stereo was always loud. And yeah, music was just... A vibe. It's a big part of your life, man. It was playing, yeah. It was yeah. around. 100%, bro. 100%. Yeah, me like, um, growing up, you know, my, my mom's old school, man. She born in 66 you feel me so she like she grew up in this small little um this little city called um it's county sonoma county it's basically in northern cal basically if you don't know that's at you guys it's basically near like san jose um sacramento like it's just a little city like kind of out there it's called petaluma so i'm familiar petaluma Petaluma, right yeah Yeah, they got they got type they got um they got some type of little um fuck is the word dude like you know how like we have like the Roxy and the Nova. Or something? Yeah, they got I've, little, been they, there, I've been there twice for for shows in the Petaluma. Petaluma, yeah, it was lit. Cause I know I know artists like you know Shrine. I think they for sure um, yeah. perform there. Like they go a lot, a lot of LA artists perform there all the time. It's, it's in Petaluma. If you guys don't know, but my mom grew up out there. So the reason why I brought this up is um, growing up, she she like I said, you know, like our hearts at our parents. You know what I mean? What they listen to, they they put it on us. So it was almost the same thing. You know, I you know my mom put me on like old school. Just old school rap, like you know, like you know, um, you know, Pac, Dre, um, she's who's Shaggy, 
um, just like old school. You know what I'm saying? It was more of like that. Like growing up, I was more on that. You know what I mean? Not until like I got a little older, and you know, my mom was strict and stuff. You know, parents like that. I don't know what it is, bro, but. My mom was, I don't know about you guys, bro, but my mom was very strict on what I listened to and stuff like that. I don't know if it's like that. I feel like, you know, new generation, I might have eased up a little bit. I feel like, you know, but for me, my mom kind of controlled a lot of things I, 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 you know, I was listening to and seeing. So I didn't really get into rap rap until I got like a little older when I got my own little iPod touch where I could look shit up and just, you know what I mean? But um, yeah, that, that was me. And then Michael Jackson was one of like my big, that's how I started dancing and stuff. I'm gonna pull up another clip of that too. So like like I said, I was like one of those dancing type of kids. And I think that was like um a little story is that was like when I first kinda got determined too. So I had this one teacher, Cypress, in um first, second grade. Um Michael Jackson died in like two thousand seven or eight or something like that. I think it was two thousand eight, two thousand nine. Two thousand yeah. around that time. And I didn't know who Michael Jackson was, bro. Like I don't that was just me. I don't know. You can call me non black, whatever it is, but I just didn't know who he was. And she gave me this little tape, like this little CD, right? And it had like a couple of his music videos on there. I'll never forget it. The first time I ever watched Michael Jackson. And um, the reason I bring this story up is because it's like, it kind of like, it was kind of a pivotal moment for me because um, I think this is the first time I can remember I actually determined something. So I remember we're watching this, the music videos and stuff like that. And I'm seeing this dude do a bunch of crazy shit I've never mm -hmm. seen, right? But he does this one. I, everybody knows this one. Smooth Criminal. You know how he does that shit with his, his feet and shit and he like leans over or whatever? Yeah. It was just blew my fucking mind. So I was like, what? I'm like, what's going on? And I remember it was the same. It was almost the same thing with the music. My mom was like, oh, that right there? Ain't no way you could do that. Man, like I said, it changed my sh I was every morning just, you know what I mean? Until I could actually hit that shit for real. And um, yeah, I think just like that was one of my favorite um, artists, Michael Jackson. Just his music. It just talked. It was a big person. My, it was a big part of my personality, bro. Like just dancing and being that type of like smiley type of guy. Just kind of like, you know. I don't know. It instilled confidence in me. My mom did that by she was type of mom be like, show him the little dance moves you show me right now. Show him the little dance. You know, you yeah. she was like that type of shit. For and sure. it, it built confidence in me, bro. Yeah. And it just it kind of just um, um, you know, got me used to being in front of a camera and stuff like that. And now I'm here. You get me? Like, I've always if you haven't noticed, like I always find a way to kind of make myself in front of a camera relevant type of shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I just think it all started from that, that type of, you know, just from being a kid. You get me? Side note, too. I remember my mom would, like, damn near make me get into uh, doing the talent shows and shit. Oh, my God, bro. She's like, do it. Show them what you showed me type of thing, <laughs> huh? Something like that. <laughs> but um, now that I think back to it, it's mm -hmm. just like being a little kid and just, you know, school auditorium, packed house. At the time, everybody has a little VHS recording, but they had a, the flashlights, you know, built into them. Uh -huh. Like, just now hit me right now, just kind of thinking about being a little kid, school auditorium, elementary school, <laughs> and then just all the lights. The pressure. Yeah, it, it was. <laughs> it felt like you was really about to perform for that because you were, bro. Yeah, yeah. And it's it's so crazy because like that was just like it's um, you know, that's the world you're like living in. You know what facts, I mean, man? Facts. Like, because I know when you're. That age, you don't think of it like, man, I'm just a little kid. This is just a little. No, man, like you're actually living in that moment, and right. you don't really sit back and like, like, like you just said and realize it until time moves on. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's just crazy, right? That shit crazy, yeah. Because I'm thinking now to just you know some of the stages that I've touched and even just yeah, as of as of like a month ago, just mm -hmm. being back on the road and you know, fans pulling out their iPhones and the lights. You stand it on so much, man. And it's just like, 
it's it's like I I know, I know what's up. You know what I'm saying? It's crazy for you guys that don't know. We haven't really got into the stuff that that you've. I'm just trying to see who Cypress is himself. You know what I'm saying? Obviously, I got stuff we're gonna talk about music wise. Yeah. I, mean, I just want to know talk about anything. I feel me. I bet for sure, man. But but yeah, man. Just you know, just certain things like that. It just instills things in you, man. It for instills sure. things in you for sure. Um, let's see. Who's some of your personal favorite producers growing up? Do you, did you have some, or did you not really focus on that growing up? Or yeah, well, growing up, I was always right. again Dr. Dre, Dre. Um, Quick, and Battle Cat. Just uh, Scott Storch also, because um, I would listen to a lot of Game, a lot of Fifty, and then you know that West Coast shit. Growing up, I would check the credits too, you know, in the little album booklet. Oh, got it. And then see like you know mm-hmm. who produced it or who wrote it and whatnot. Hell yeah. Um, but I say them, yeah. It's probably way more too. Um, it's hard to think about it on the spot too, isn't sure. it? You know, Diddy, uh, Pharrell, just you know all the goats. For the goats. Yeah. Got it. Yeah, you, you name some wonderful producers, type of shit. Yeah, honestly, those those kind of questions are a little hard because there's there is a lot, a lot of producers, and those are just like some of the like old school ones. Lord knows there's ones today. There's so many today. So, um, okay, brother, let's see, um. The so the DJing thing before we we leave from that it was mostly just um, parties right and functions yeah, and stuff was, like that it was functions did you do for clubs, the most part or did you I did do clubs uh, I did, had my first club gig at um, it was in Hollywood it was like an eighteen and over club got it it was with DJ Charisma and Yessi Ortiz shout out to Charisma yeah shout out Charisma. she's cool right cool people so for so All right. um who was who hosted somebody hosted that night like. I'm not sure if it was Ty. Somebody hosted that night, but I do remember it being with um with Yessi. Shout out Yessi Ortiz and DJ Charisma. Shit, a bunch of other DJs too. How'd you meet how'd you meet DJ Charisma? In just that scene. Through that, through yeah, that event. Through that, yeah. And I was young too. I was had just turned eighteen. Okay. Type shit. So kinda jumped straight into that club scene. Jeez. Eighteen and over slash twenty one and over club scene in Hollywood, LA. And what was that experience like? Was it like lit, super lit? Yeah, it was super lit. I'm not even going. It was turned? Yeah, it was What year turned. was this? 2012, 2013. <sighs> yeah, it was super lit. Vibes back then. Yeah, it was a lot of. You had to be there for that type of shit, man. For like sure. the music, bro, for was sure. just like, God, bro. Like if you weren't like, mm, the, the air was, was different. I don't even know. What the, yeah, for sure. Yeah, Definitely. I say what made it live was just having a support system from the jump. Like, I remember my first club gig. Mm-hmm. I had, like, 40, 50, you know, family and friends with me. Oh, the they club. all showed up. Oh, showed yeah, out. all showed up, showed out for sure. Mm. So it was, yeah, that was a good night. Definitely a good night. And then just from there, just, you just, it was kind of like clockwork, man. You started DJing other places and yeah. stuff like that? Yeah, networking for me has always been, like, pretty easy, I'd say. So, um I just, you know, asked the right questions, was in the right, you know, in the right mix. Mm-hmm. Wasn't afraid to ask questions. Um, wasn't afraid to reach out. Wasn't afraid to, you know, start a conversation. But um, just kind of networked that, you know, those days, early 18, 19. And then, like, definitely did a lot of gigs, a lot of club gigs, a lot of, you know, just whether it be house parties, mansion parties, just different shit. Okay. Bet. And now that you bring that up, um, a very emphasis word, networking. How important, you know, for people that, you know, I, the next question was actually advice you'd give to anyone that trying to come up as a producer. 
But first, before I ask that, I want to say, like, how important is networking when it comes to this stuff? Networking is very Crucial, important. right? Um, definitely. Communication is key. Um, Got to know how to, like, your approach, even just, you know, on DMs. Stuff like that. Stuff huh? like that. Just knowing how to talk to a person. Um, simple things. Eye contact. Just posture. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, networking is big. It could, you know. And get you the it's, doors, it's a lot man. of people that I met, like. Shit, we mentioned charisma. I met charisma back then. I was just in the studio with her on Tuesday. So, relationships, networking, relationships, communications, way definitely man. go a long way. Doesn't matter what you know, what uh field you're in. You know what I mean? It could be music, of course. It could be something like this, like podcasting or YouTube. Anything, mostly, especially in entertainment. I think just stuff like that. Networking is super key. Like yeah. I said, this a lot of people. You know, they always ask me like, "Oh my God, how did you get this person on here?" and stuff like that. I did that from, you know, stand, getting something to stand on. So by having, by just, you know, having one guest coming on, you know, they come on here and they fucking with it. By the time they usually leave here, they're like, you know what? You should have this person on here, bro. I, you know what I'm saying? You should fuck with him. And then just like that, I probably get that in the next. And then just, it's just, you know what I mean? And yeah. then when I want to reach out to, um, to people and stuff like that, um, it's cool because, and then I have all these guests to stand on. You know what I'm saying? Because all of it, it doesn't happen over time. You know what I mean? It's it's a slow, slow process, right, Cypress? Right? Because yeah. like, no, it's a it's a marathon. Mm-hmm. It doesn't happen overnight. Believe that, bro. And I'm one of the most impatient muff. Like impatient mm-hmm. is something I I um, struggle with, bro. I'm very, I like to make things happen. You know what I mean? Like I'm very ambitious, bro. As you could. I, you know, I see with this podcast thing. Yeah, I'm very no, I like it. I want this shit bad as fuck. Like you know I what I'm saying? I don't. It, I see it. Once I get kind of like something, um, you know, in my in my head type of thing, I just, I'm I get fixated, it's almost in a way. You get what I'm saying? And I spend a lot of time in my head, man. Like especially with this podcast shit, man. If I'm not recording, bro, I'm thinking of ways of how to get yeah. someone on. No, here. It's a whole different world. I be chilling at the crib, you know, YouTube scene. I subscribe to a lot of different shit, so just whatever pops up. Most of them are podcasts, though. I, f- I feel like this era is definitely like the podcast, podcast era. Podcast yeah. is up. I, I don't know what the statistics are, but there's like so many percentage more podcasts now that people are like watching and making. Like there's a there's a lot of different podcasts as you see. Like it's yeah. all clips, dude. If you go on YouTube, everybody got a fucking podcast. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Um, but I was gonna say. Yeah, so the the question was like the advice to, to the producers type of thing. Advice is yeah, be, yeah. be yourself, be yourself, work hard, put in them hours. It's going, you know. Dedication. Yeah, got to be dedicated. You know, got to mm-hmm. be ambitious, like you said. Um, just work hard though, because the producer shit. I'm still getting better as I go. I'm still learning shit as I go. Your beats are fire, my boy. Thank you, man. Appreciate fire. it. Fire, and we haven't even touched that yet, man. Um, let's see what I, the next question I got for you, bro. Is um some things you don't like about being a, like a like a you know popular produ- producer like you, bro? Like being in that that type of that room, some negative things you don't enjoy about being a producer. Is there anything like that? Things you deal with that you don't like? Like I talked to this video director. He said like uh, time management is like one of them. Like he he's a video director and he's always type of thing. Is there anything like that you deal with that just kind of like you don't you don't enjoy too much? Off the top of my head. Uh... I can't really say there's something I don't like. I just kind of already f- have found my my rhythm, my okay. schedule. My you know it's it's a balance between you know being a producer, being a DJ, and shit, being a human. Yeah, being. how do you how do you time management that? Like, how do you separate that, man? Yeah, I don't. 
I don't sleep. <laughs> I'm up at least, you know, 20 hours a day, I'd say. Jeez. Anywhere from 18 to 20 hours. You always got something moving. As long as I get like four to six hours of sleep, I'm I'm good to go. Wow. But yeah, no, time management is, is definitely key. Um, yeah, just surrounding yourself, you know, with good people. Got a good household. A girl that be holding you down while I'm out working and whatnot. Very important. So. Very important to have someone in your corner. Especially sure. in stuff like, you know what I mean, being the person that you was today. You know what I mean? I'm yeah. glad you have that, brother. I'm thank glad. You, thank that you. makes me happy, bro. That's definitely. Um, I guess I wanted to talk. This kind of jumps around a little bit, but this is like I talk about labels and stuff like that. So I don't really get too much into it, but you are like some would say an industry producer. You know what I mean? You're around that type of thing. Like, you know what I'm saying? You're around big artists. So yeah. I want to I get your thoughts on labels and stuff like that, being independent. And what, what are your yeah. thoughts on that? I mean... Kind of like how you mentioned er- earlier, like I wanted my own shit. Okay. And um, Catch-22, that's my record label. That's my own shit. Got it. I am independent. But um, I've learned a lot from the labels. I've learned a lot from uh, working with signed artists. I've learned a lot from working with independent artists. There's um, a lot of things to it, too, by the way. a lot of pros and cons. Uh-huh. Yeah, definitely a lot of pros and cons. But I don't, yeah. I feel like, you know, every situation is just different. Everybody has different situations and, you know, different things they look for in, 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 in a label. label yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Um, i think honestly it just depends on like who you like what label you're with and like yeah, what that's you're a big doing. part of it right that's I just a big think, part of it It goes all the way down because you like, can name even, a bunch of bad things about it and you can name a bunch of people that got doing good stuff with labels you know what i mean like i, I don't know i just personally that's just my my yeah. preference whatever but it goes all the way down to like you know the staff who's who's working there mm-hmm. their roles what they do because um, a lot of these labels have Hundreds of employees and hundreds of you know, different A and R's, different, just you know. A and R's are basically titles. like managers, right? What are A and R's like technically? I wouldn't say they're managers. They just they represent the label or what was? I hear that word a lot. A and R. A and R to me is just like a playmaker, a dot mm-hmm. connector, um, somebody that you know. I guess I could see the management thing too, because you know there there is a lot of management and organization that plays a part into being an A and R, but. Yeah, the good A&Rs are, are the ones that, you know, get shit done, make plays. Um, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for sure, man. There's a, lot of, there's a lot of things that play into, man. A lot of things. But for the most part, he's independent. Yeah, independent. You um, got it. Right now, still independent. I'm about to enter my fifth year. Fifth year being independent. Yeah, well, nice. fifth year having a record label. Oh, having your own shit, my bad. Yeah. Got it. That's dope, man. Um, well, I mean, talking about that, do you, uh, since you got your own label type of shit, do you have other producers under you or artists or anything like that you want to talk no, about? but I definitely have a lot of go-to producers that I work with. Oh, okay. Shout them out. Um, shout out Eat Bless Me, Peyote, Don Alfonso, um, Epps. It's a lot of talented producers. Corey Kale. Um, man, too many to name. I know I'm going to name, uh, leave a few out. Omega. Mm-hmm. Um, just a bunch of you know producer homies that I've been building with, been coming up with over the years and shit. Yeah, one of my questions was like, who are some of your favorite that you work with right now? Uh, that I work with right now, Don yeah. Alfonso. That's my boy from Germany. Perfect. Feel like me and him don't miss. Um, we got a lot of music together nice. that's already been released, about to release. From Germany. Um, yeah, we've been working for like five. Maybe six. I don't even know. We've been working for a long time. Like, I feel like we've known each other damn near our whole lives. Um, 
But yeah, shit. Everybody really, everybody I named, I, I fuck, I fuck with all their shit. They be keeping me motivated, um, and going. Mm-hmm. Nice. That's what's up, brother. Um, question. Wild. Tell me your wildest or maybe funny moments you've had being a DJ and then producer. Wildest funny moments. Maybe shit. something like something that crazy went down. Maybe while you're DJing or maybe something it's, funny. I don't know. Fuck, it's too many to like name off the top. So a bunch of drunk shit, <laughs> a bunch of um, yeah, a bunch of fights, a bunch of. You seen you've seen some shit. Yeah, for sure. Is there seen, any like I've what? seen some shit? I've been a part of some shit. <laughs> All that. All that. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Um, what are some places you've like traveled to? Like they're kind of like maybe one of some of your favorite spots that you went to. Yeah, I was fortunate enough to travel to states. Um, couple cities in Canada. I've been overseas to Europe. Then I've been all the way to um, Australia and New Zealand. Whoa. How was it like there in Australia? Yeah, that shit was... Different? Different. But, it, no, it was dope. It was... Everyone talks Australian. They speak English with an accent. <laughs> but, um, no, nah, it was it was a vibe over there. Like, just the time difference was, was a trip to me. What's up with the time difference? It's like, like 21 how? hours ahead. You're like in the fucking future. Right yeah, there. that's what it felt Dude. like. That's what it felt like. Um... The time difference was, yeah, it, it, it was hard to keep up with, but shit, all them, shit, everywhere I've really traveled, like, I've enjoyed, or I always try to, you know, find something about every city, something state, positive. country, you know? Yeah, not definitely, man. Whether it be food, whether it be, a, you know, a mall, whether it be just a bar, a lounge, somewhere good to eat, just like, something. something. Okay. And personally, you, you enjoy traveling? Like, it wasn't always just because of your work, or was it just, like, you actually, like, traveling? Now that I'm getting older, I'm starting to enjoy it more, or just, like, mm-hmm. choose places to take the family and and try to, you know, enjoy on my, I guess, my older grown tip. But, nah, traveling off of the, the music shit was definitely um, enjoyable. I enjoyed all that shit. Nice. Yeah, me, honestly, um, I've traveled too much. Um, I've been to Cabo one time. I took a cruise out there. Did that. Um, let's see. Went to Atlanta. Went I fucked with Atlanta. Year. I just got off the phone with the homie. Shout out Red Smash. Oh, you Plan- tapping out there? I did. Yeah, planning, planning a Atlanta trip early 2023. Nice. And shit. But nice. I like going out there just, just to get like a vibe. The culture is different over there. And the weather like, is crazy. It really to work because there's a lot of mm-hmm. studios over there and a lot of people that just be grinding us. You fuck with Atlanta music? Rappers from Atlanta? Like, personally, yourself? Um, Do I listen to Atlanta music? Like Atlanta I, rap? I kind of do, here and there. I feel like, yeah, i say I, I do. Um, I, I don't find myself really listening to Atlanta not too, artists. Not too yeah. much? Here and there. I mean, they're pretty commercial. I hear them on the radio sometimes. They're, like, they're main, on playlists. Yeah, mainstream. I mean, shit, one of my favorite artists, Lil Baby, he from... Shout out Baby. Yeah, he from Atlanta, so... Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I do be fucking with that, you know. For the most part, that Atlanta vibes. I got it, cool. Yeah, I got some um some family down there. Um, I have some siblings that live over there in Clayco. Um, so I went out there for the first time, and you know, I talked about it one time. Um, the the weather, the weather is pretty. I don't, you know, you've been out there, you know yeah. how it is, right? It be like, getting cold. Yeah, it be, it be like sunny. Been, I feel like I've only been there like when it's cold, either winter, like fall, winter time. Oh, I, I went. Been there in the, I in went the like summer. springtime. Oh, so yeah, it was I mean, hot, humid, yeah, right? Let me it's tell you, it was start the day off, it's hot as shit. And then towards the day, like middle of the day, it started getting colder. 
And then, like, it just starts storming out of nowhere. Like, rain coming from the side type shit. Yeah. Um, I, I tell you this little story. One time, I was with my brothers and stuff. And, um, you know, I'm from L.A. or whatever. I love wearing, um, of course, sandals. I don't like shoes, nigga. I don't know if you're the same vibes, but slides are the only I'm, I'm the same vibe. I, I, I love slides, bro. They, I got could, shoes on right now, but nah. Just for the first day. gotta give me a little pair of Yeezys for show. That way. I Yeezys? Just, I just got these, bro. They're fucking comfortable. Are they? Yeah, yeah they, they look comfortable. They're very, um, and then they kind of give you a, they give you a little up a little bit, you know what I mean? Because they kind of got the stuff on the bottom, whatever. I feel that. Yeah, it's cool. But point is, I, I love slides. Every People give me shit for it all the fucking time. They're like, put some shoes on. I'm like, niggas. You know what I'm saying? Like, I could, like, worry about yourself. You know what I'm saying? Like, if I could walk around in sandals, nigga, like, you leave me alone. You feel me? Like, I wish I could go to work in sandals. I can't. But that was probably the only thing I probably can't do with it. But point is, I was out there in Atlanta, and I had slides on. And they told me, they're like, I don't know why you're wearing slides over there. And I was like, man, what the fuck? Like, whatever. And, you know, that came around. Six, five, six o'clock came around. Storming. I had white socks on. I look like a dumbass. I'm walking around with muddy socks. But... The reason I tell the story is Atlanta, they got really this crazy weather. It's just like different all day. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, man. But, um, yeah, for sure, man. I, I want to travel more too, bro. You know what I'm saying? My life, I want to travel. I want to go see places too, for sure. Definitely, definitely. I think the last place I went to was, um, I went to Washington, the state, like up there. Okay, yeah. You know, I went out there. I got some family in Everett. It's pretty cool. It's pretty nice out there. A lot of trees and shit. Yeah, it's cold. It's nice out there, for sure. You been up there? Not to Everett, but like Seattle, Seattle, Spokane, or Spokane. The main ones. Yeah, yeah. Um, where else? A couple, I think a couple of yeah. other little, little cities, cities out there. Cities out there, yeah. I think there's another Tacoma. I think that's the one. Tacoma. Tacoma, that's yeah, one out there. Been, up, been yeah. out there. Okay. Yeah, so that's basically where I've traveled to. So, like, I don't know. Um, I'm trying to think of anything else. You know, I, I was also, I was raised out there in, you know, Northern California. I'm very, it's the same. Like, when I go up there, it's yeah, like the same. Petaluma, right? Yeah, Petaluma, Rose, Santa Rosa. Vallejo, Sacramento, Vacaville, that whole area of my family is just from up there. So I grew up in like the rivers down there and just going canoeing and shit. Like that's my type of shit. I don't know. Like I said, my mom was born in the 60s, bro. So that's the type of thing I was on. Um, you know, my grandma's up there and shit like that. But traveling, yeah, I want to do more traveling. I want to go to like Turks and Caicos, like some crazy shit yeah. like that. That's not lit. I like Bahamas. I've been looking at little, yeah, little plane tickets to Greece. And oh, Greece? Shit. You want to yeah. go out there? That shit looks like a vibe. Hey, why not, man? Yeah. I don't see why not. I, I don't speak Greek and like that, but hey, shit. I'll go out there. Or Italy or something like that, huh? Italy's cool. I haven't been to Italy. No, Italy? Italy you have cool, been? I haven't. Oh, I, haven't I was like, bro, there. damn. No, I haven't been to Italy, but um, yeah, Europe. They got some, some nice spots for sure. Nice. I want to hit like the Caribbean and just Puerto, Puerto Rico, yeah. Dominican. Just go on a cruise. Jamaica. For me, I like I like like um I like it when like the water is super clear. Like, isn't that the coolest thing? Like you yeah, know they have it in Hawaii and shit like that. Yeah, it's that's like, it's, it's like you get what I'm saying. It's like the coolest thing, right? Um, all right, man. So of course we're gonna get straight. We're gonna get into it, man. The artists that you work with. And before that, actually, one more question. Let's talk about the first song you produced, Cypress. The first. Song. I don't think I ever asked you that. Fuck. First song. Man. I know it's kind of hard because you got so much shit in the making, but can you think of the first song that you produced? That kind of like started it all, or at least kind of, you know, you know. Yeah, I would have to look back. Too um, many, huh? First song. I mean, some of the first songs that come to mind where I felt like, okay, yeah, mm-hmm. I saw my name amongst other like you know producers that I fucked with and looked up to. Mm-hmm. Um, it was with uh, G Perico. 
Shout out G Perico, yeah. by the way. Fuck with his music. I had like super two, underrated. Two or three on one of his albums. Uh, forgot the name of the album. Um, the songs were called Million Dollar Mission nice. and Stay Dangerous. And I felt like, yeah, when I made them, I made them by myself. Like, those were two songs that, Sorry. like, that I'm pretty proud of as, like, a, I was proud of as, mm-hmm. like, a upcoming producer. Okay. That's what's up, man. And do, do, do you recall what, what year that was, Cypress? I want to say 2014, 2015, maybe. Way back, way back. Maybe 2016, I don't even know. Around that time. Yeah. Damn, honestly, Cypress, I didn't know you've been doing music this long, bro. Yeah, I mean, I started DJing. I, I'd say I really started DJing. Just the whole thing is just... A senior in high school or that summer going into my freshman year of college um and then i started producing shortly after like probably like two years after nice yeah. that's what's up bro i did not know that that's not um another guest i had on here was um hk joshua you fuck with him i you know him, you know him? i want to say uh i may have met him once joshua? I may have met him, i'm mm-hmm. not sure if i met him yeah, I, I think I did. I think I did. Uh, with West. Yeah, he, time, well, yeah. Yeah, he makes music with West too. So yeah. I, I'm pretty sure you might you might know him. HPK Joshi. I fuck with his uh his his movement, his music though. Like, I he's respect one of my, it. Yeah, he's I fuck with him hard right now. I feel like um I know his name and I know of him because of how hard he works. Because I always just see like the blogs and on YouTube his name be you know circling yeah. around. Yeah, I bring him up because um. I'm kind of getting the same little feeling because when I talk to him, right, um, I just got pawned with him. I didn't get pawned with you this year or nothing, but I've known you, what, I think, like, since, like, 2017, 18, probably, like, that's probably the first time I started hearing your music and stuff, but him was a little more, like, I just started listening to him this year, but the point is, the the reason I'm getting that is he told, he showed me, like, all these videos of him um, rapping and shit like that, right, and he's been rapping for years, like, mm. it, you know what I'm saying, like, it's just, I get surprised by things like that, you yeah. know what I'm saying? I've known you, you know what I'm saying? You've been around, like, from starting on you, it's been a couple years, but you just told me you've been doing this for almost damn near 10 years, bro. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? That type of stuff amazes me, bro. And it's just kind of, you know, picking mm-hmm. up momentum. And you've seen a lot. You've seen some, a lot. Seen a lot, did a lot, been through a lot. Okay. Um, Before I, I name some artists, do you want to talk about some of your favorite artists that you work with, just off the top? I got some on here. I got, I got a list, but I don't, in this case, I, may, I might not mention anybody. You got some oh, yeah, artists that I enjoy working with. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, shit. Ruchi. Ruchi, yeah, that's one I, I got. We got right some here. good chemistry. How'd you guys meet? How did we meet? We mm-hmm. met, um, I was DJing. I DJed uh, for Mac Ruchi. A couple shows for Mac Ruchi. Rest in peace, Sean Mac. So back in the Mac Ruchi days when he like first started, yeah. Please don't fuck me over. Yeah. Type of shit, huh? Yeah, okay. Uh, who else? Shit. You said artists I enjoy working with. Yeah, so um, off the top of your head, I got some right here, bro. But I just, just in case I don't leave any out, is there any you want to just off the top of your head? Off the top of my head, um, like I got one right, Big Sad. Oh yeah, definitely Big Sad. I fuck with him hard, yeah, super hard, super underrated. I fuck with him. You gotta let him know I fuck with him. I will go crazy. Definitely. He got this one song. Um, Big I'm, Sad would be a good person to get over. Dude, sure. yeah, mm-hmm. that would be a lit episode, right? Yeah, for sure. Um, I'm, I'm about to put y'all on for real. Like I kind of like it because like it's kind of like a song that I got like that note that's not played out or whatever. But they got this one song. I'm, I bet you know therapy. You know the oh, song yeah. like that. Of course, it's, right? It's probably his biggest. But song. just, but I'm telling you, not a lot. You know what I'm saying? Like that song is on, but it's like a low. Like you know what I'm saying? It's not played. Like you know, what I'm, you know, when songs are just played out type yeah. of shit. No, that yeah, song is one of my song favorite songs, bro. Like therapy goes so crazy. And they got this other one called 2 p.m. Go stupid. Um, 
Yeah, just I I love him. Just let yeah, him know that. No, definitely, he's up there. Um, big Sam. How'd you guys? How'd you guys meet? We met. I want to say, just being out in the mix. Um, Jay Blaze, the homie Jay Blaze, really like locked us in though. He got us in the studio for that project I did with him, Gang Ties. Who's Jay Blaze? Jay Blaze, that's the homie. He just like a A and R playmaker. Got it. Um, he got his own shit, Hidden Gems. The relationships, basically, you meant big definitely, side. definitely good peoples. He's you know known out in West LA, that area. But nice. um, I want to say it was definitely. Either through Jay Blaze, um, around yeah, Jay Blaze is really like the, the That's dude a name, that, is that a name I should be on the lookout for type of thing. Jay yeah, Blaze. I mean, people know Jay Blaze. Nice. People definitely know Jay Blaze. Um, he be making plays. So and what shit. was like the first song that you guys had? You and Big Sad. The first song we yeah. did, I think, was Seven Hundred in My Cup. Nice. That's our biggest song. That was the first song. Yeah, I want to say that's the first song we made. Make sure you guys stream that. Yeah, 700 My Cup goes crazy. I want to say it's, I think, over, like, half a million on all platforms. Apple Music, Spotify, and even on YouTube. Um, but, yeah, Ruchi, Big Sad, shit. Uh-huh. Um, of course, I feel like this one is, take like, Jay is always oh, a big one take. Yo, what's the relationship with you guys on One Take J? Cool. Um, shit, I, I toured... With him, with Ruchi, with Kaylin. You guys got this one song, I think, bro. I toured with, with all of them um, during the Shoreline days. They they came on tour with with Shoreline and shit. So Ooh, like Derek? me, me and one take Jay have oh. like, um, me and one take Jay have fucking rocked so many shows together, like big and small stages. One of my favorite artists to actually DJ with. Like it's always a, a good time. Always a show. It's always organic. I know you mentioned one take Quan earlier because one take Quan be you know mm-hmm. on stage with us turning up and shit. Shout out to one take boys, Irene, all them. Did you did you produce this song? I can't even see that far. No, I didn't. No. Yeah. I could have sworn. I know you got this other song with Blue Bucks. I didn't want to get it mixed up. I think it's um. Good thing I didn't bring this one up, but it's this one right here. I know for sure. It's this one. Uh. I almost said the wrong song. Thank God I didn't. Mm-hmm. Can't ball with us. Oh, That's yeah. gone. That's Can't ball with us. We recorded it in my studio in East LA. Um, on some late night shit they pulled up. Like, How'd you meet Blue Bucks? Blue Bucks, I had met them originally. Fuck, that's a good question. Can't even remember when, where or when I met them. Um, it was... It was just kind of like around that time, uh, Can't Ball With Us. And before that, there's another record that kind of be um, slept on. It's called Can't Stop Me. Can't Stop Me. It's on the Clan Virus 2. One or two. I don't remember. It was like a little five song EP. Nice. Um, shit. Where did I meet him? I don't even remember where I met him or how I met him. But just in the scene. Um, just being who you are they had reached out mm-hmm. too and then I remember bringing bringing them out one time at a show we had with Shoreline and Pomona to perform and shit and then that's like was that like when you guys started actually getting close after that kind of started making more music after that show that you brought them out to I think we we made the music after that show I think got it yeah I think we did okay that was a while ago though. I think that was like what 2018 2019 okay I have a question for you, Cypress. Um, actually, I want to tell you something real quick. This came to my mind. I don't know what party I was at, but I've seen you a couple times, like DJing. 
Like, Probably I think, yeah, I, I have. I actually have. I don't know why I didn't bring this up, but I've seen you before. Like, uh, I think it was like either Shoreline or I was DJing or either Kaylin. I've, I've done some shit with Yag Mike too. You done some songs? Um, not parties. Oh, like, like DJ with him? Yeah, he's DJing hella out there and yeah. I out there and stuff like that. But um, I guess the question I was gonna ask you the main one, like Kaylin, you and Kaylin for real, for real. Like, how mm-hmm. the relationship with you guys? I know that's a big one. Like, what's up? Like, how did you guys meet and stuff? Um, Kaylin's been shout around. Shout out Kaylin. Yeah, shout out Kaylin. Kaylin's been around for a minute, man. Again, I don't remember you the exact moment. It's hard to remember, huh? But it's a lot of people that I could, like, like, are you familiar with Laced? Mm-mm. Los, Ange- Los Angeles creates endless dreams. It's a shoe store in um, Redondo Beach. You had to put me on out there, man. Might be Hawthorne. Okay. Redondo or Hawthorne. Um, around that area. But... Yeah, so Lace, some of the people at Lace, uh, Pooh, his name is Pooh, I want to say he connected us, um, Jasmine Nash, she from like San Diego, I think at the time she was working closely with Kaylin, but even before that, like, I was already um, hip to to him and what he was doing and shit, he was uh, fucking with, with G-Mac and Max Squad, mm-hmm. um, this was like when I was in high school, they would throw like hella parties and shit, they would all perform. And stuff. Type thing. Yeah, okay. he had, he had a song with Chris O'Bannon back then. Um, I want to get him on the podcast, Chris O'Bannon too. Good people, shout out Chris O'Bannon. Good people. So, what's the name of the song? Fuck. Him and Chris O'Bannon had a banger back in the day. Forgot the name of the song. It's probably on my my phone. Probably still have it saved on my you know Apple Music and shit from back in the day. But now, nah, Kalen, good peoples. Um, we Shout like him. He goes really, really hard, Kalen. Yeah, yeah no, nah, he, he, he. Like, also, I just want to highlight him for a second. He his goes, work ethic, crazy, and then like just his creative process. And then he got too. that thing with Rock Nation and stuff like yeah. that, dude. Just shout out him, bro. Like, he really put in like his music. He's he honestly, if I'm being honest here, personally, he's up. He's for sure up there in my top five because I, I base um, artists off of like um, okay, if I get an artist and you got like three songs that are hard as fuck, right? But you you have fifteen songs out music, and I got an artist that got you know two EPs, like seven song EPs, and let's say like five songs of that EP, like majority of it goes hard. I consider you better than somebody else because like mm-hmm. I just I go off of just how many times like can I can I play your whole album? Can I do that or am I have to pick one song from you? That two for real album, bro. That still to this day, go Any, ten out of ten. Ten we'll out of play ten. Play some of that shit tonight, actually. Ten out of ten. And yeah, then he, it when, had ten ten songs up. Did it have 10? I, I think just, it had 10. I just know it's a 10. Yeah, no, I give it, it a 10. It, it, was, it was a 10. Yeah, that's still, like, it's crazy. Literally. Because um, I'm, I'm kind of getting ready. I'm about to do a couple dates on his uh, his Right Place, Right Time tour um, coming up in, like, two weeks and you shit. You got a tour coming up? Yeah, a couple dates. Just some Cali dates. Nice. I'm do, um On his tour and shit. And I, I was looking at his, um, his catalog, too, and... A lot of the songs in his like you know top Apple Music are the songs from that that that, that tape. tape. Yeah, literally, bro. That, that tape whole was, that tape really changed. Laps, bro. Like it, that shit changed a lot from the first song to the last. LA, song. I feel like that's like one of them. At least my generation or just stamped. Um, like, like during my come up, that tape for sure was just getting played. I had right with it. Um, it had a bunch of bangers on there. The whole, the whole, um, that whole tape, bro, is is ridiculously fire, bro. For sure. For and sure. the thing is, it's crazy because I got put on with Kaylin, right? Like, um, one of my friends was throwing like a birthday party. This is like twenty nineteen, early twenty nineteen, I think. Um, 
And right when I got put on with them, I actually got to see him because, like, it was my friend's birthday or whatever. And it was, like, big old stage type shit. Obviously, Caitlin was there. So it was, like, mm-hmm. stage, hella people. So I got put on with him. And I, I didn't meet. I mean, I took a picture with him, but whatever. Like, I didn't talk to him or anything. But I actually got to see him perform. So it was super cool. Like, you yeah. know what I'm saying? No, so, he got a really good stage presence. Yeah, really he's, good energy. He's hard, dude. Like, I actually give him. He's up there. He's yeah. up there, bro. If you listen to him, he does not miss for shit. Like, he got it. And then he did the two for real, two. Fire. Same thing. Gas. So shout out Kalen, man. And then another question, Cypress. I have a question for you, bro. Who, who, like, officially DJ? Like, who? I know you don't just DJ for one person, bro. Who do you officially DJ for, bro? So, I've seen you DJ for a lot of people, bro. Yeah. Like, I've seen you DJ for a lot of people. Is there like, officially, or like, you just everybody's type? Like, yeah, whenever I'm, you know. Does that make sense, though, bro? It's like, it's like when you play sports and you're on the bench, but you're ready, and whenever your number called on. Like, with me, it's just whenever my number called on, like, sometimes, you know, they hit me to to do this little, you know, quick little club thing, or they might hit me for a rolling loud. Um, I wouldn't say I officially, like, right now, I don't officially DJ for anybody. Um, right now, just... You're that goat of a DJ. I'm, I'm trying to tell you, bro. But I've seen I, DJ I for a lot name, of people. Like, I can't name a lot of people I've DJ'd for. Yeah, I could t- or DJ, yeah, mm-hmm. I, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, the only reason I bring that up, sorry to interrupt you, but mm-hmm. um, it's because when I saw you, right, it was there's a lot of people there. That was AZ Track Shoreline. That had to be um, like on tour because it was a Shoreline tour, but it was everybody and their mama on that tour. Like, yeah, I think it was one everybody. of those. Yeah, and I DJed everybody. Said like I was on stage for like two hours, three hours a ooh. night. Yeah. Jeez. It, it was cool. It was fun. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't do it now. You know. That was I wouldn't do that Cool experience right Definitely a great experience um, A lot of shows and a lot of sets Under you know under my belt What about um, Relationship with you and Phoenix bro You gotta talk oh, yeah, about Phoenix. that I'll be dude. DJing uh, for Phoenix I just got off the road with him um, We actually about to drop a little project Did you go on tour with Wes and them Yeah, yeah Phoenix they, was yeah. on that I think R3 and R3 Wes and um, Shout out DJ Keys they was all on tour with us and shit. We did okay. a little, um, a quick little run. How about was to, that, by the way? It was cool. Uh, we about to pick it back up early, uh, early January, I believe. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Do like some some Texas dates and Midwest dates. Dope as fuck. Yeah, I haven't. Um, but no, nah, yeah, I, I recently just DJ for um, Phoenix. Phoenix. Yeah, I got a show. And coming you guys just up dropped with, a song too. Like, yeah, a couple days ago. We dropped a video. Got a project with him coming up. Um, six to eight songs. We we ain't really. We we got the songs. We just picking them out. Got it. And getting you know the whole rollout and the, the like drop. which exactly what you guys want to do, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Shout out Phoenix Flexing. All these artists that we're mentioning, you guys need to stream those. They're personally, obviously, they're LA legends, and you know they're personally like one of some of my favorites. You feel me? Um, let's see who else we got, man. Babystone Gorillas. So of course, like you just yeah. we had E Killer. BSG man. Shout out E Killer. I had him in here. I got, a, I got a project with them. I'm excited about it because I I feel like whenever that drive, it's gonna be the right time. Um, I'm kind of manifesting it to drop early in the first quarter, maybe second quarter of next year. So like March, April ish. Mm-hmm. Um, plus you know they doing rolling out and shit. But I, like the music I got with them, it's hard fire, fire. I just be riding around to it and shit in the car and shit. Type shit. It's. It's yeah, Lord me, knows it's your giving phone me that guy, same. Yeah. It's giving me that same vibe because the only project I have two projects out. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a lot of music in the vault though. Like I got a project with Rucci. I bet, cut, dude. Like for over two, three years, your we've, phone we've been has recording. the most fire music. Yeah, on it. Um, 
couple projects that I've been kind of like putting together and piecing together just for next year, maybe even the end of this year. Um, definitely want to finish that Ruchi project. I got a, a project with Bang Gang Lonnie Bands that I'm kind of trying to finish up. Um, the the Baby Stone Gorilla project and um, shit, the Phoenix project's about to drop soon. Shit, maybe a couple more Cypress projects. Oh yeah, again, I, I only have two projects out right now though. One album with Big Sad. And I put out a mixtape almost a year ago called Tapped In. Nice. So I might do like a Tapped In too. So you're planning on dropping more of those? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you mentioned the, what was it, the Spotify rap? Yeah, wrapped, wrapped up. up thing. Yeah, I got my numbers. I haven't really had time to reflect on on them. But um, I'd say like, I, yeah, it was cool. It's cool? Yeah, I want, I want to do better than what I did this year. Um. This shit, like, everything this year, is, it, it flowed pretty smoothly. For the like, most part, this year was good. I, I won't say I'm disappointed, but, like... Could have done better, maybe? Could have dropped more. Drop more. Yeah. That's, I think, simply, it's just... I got hella shit just sitting on my phone, sitting on my laptop. But, bro, you know why you have that mindset, bro? Because the GOAT that you are, people that have that mindset never settle for it. You know what I'm saying? They always think they can do something better, bro. And Thanks. that's what makes you the, the level you're at. You know what I'm saying, bro? And I'm pretty sure you... I'm, no, 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 I'm not pretty sure. I know you got a millions of views this year, nigga, mm-hmm. on some shit. You know what I'm saying? Appreciate but just that, yeah. to you to be like, you know what? I could have, that's the reason why longevity works. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I like that, bro. I like that. And I'm not one to like compare, the, you know, past right. numbers and whatnot, but not 2021, I did better than 2022. Right. It was a slight little, it, it was about the same, but it was slightly like less listeners or something. Got it. But um, that's. Primarily, I guess it's a good segue. I've really been focused on building my label, mm-hmm. and you know, getting my you know my label and a couple artists that I've been working with under and, it. Um, yeah, just you know, developing and some more projects and more music you can expect. Like I'm dropping a single tonight at 9 p.m. Got to shout that out. <laughs> make sure y'all stream it. I'm planning on dropping this um top of next week. That's fine. Yeah. So make so by the time this is out, make sure yeah, you guys yeah, stream, stream that. that new, uh, it's called Lost Me with the homie Bo. We got a project on the way too. So Thanks for y'all streaming. Some R and B shit, you know, it's the holidays. It's hey, getting cold. Get the mood right. Yeah. Get the mood right. Expect definitely um, more music yeah. with him. Top of the year, maybe a project around like Valentine's Day and shit. Some R and B shit that okay. I've been working on. Um very strategic on with your drops. I'd say so, yeah. Now that I got like a couple years under you know, under you my You know mood. what's gonna kinda win the vibes different seasons, mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. different moods, different, you know, different energies. Yes, sir. With the music. Yes, sir. Bro, I got a question. Um, you have a song with Draco. Yeah, rest in peace, Draco's well, birthday. R.I.P. Draco. Um, Draco's birthday. Happy birthday, Draco. Mom lived the greatest. I love this thing, team. I love Draco. Um, you know, I talk about it all the time on the show. Like, I have a very, I, I just love Draco. I don't, like, I just can't explain it, bro. I fuck with his music hard. You know what I'm saying? Um, what was, like, like, what was the relationship with you and Draco and stuff like that? With, like, how did that song come about? It was more like on the artist DJ shit. I, I DJed his first show at the observatory, the small room. It was like he was fresh out. He had just came out. Mm-hmm. Um, he had pulled up on me at Studio 519. Shout out Studio 519. And we were supposed to, you know, get the songs together and whatnot. But he wasn't really even tripping on what songs. He, he, he had a couple songs that he for sure wanted to perform. Um... He chimed in a little, but like we kind of just winged the performance, and it you know it, it just went it, up. Huh? It went up. It was 
Sold That's out. Draco, nigga. It was, yeah, it was first, That's Draco, nigga. First show since he was out type mm-hmm. shit. Nah, that shit went up. Um, Long live the ruler, nigga. But yeah, it was more like a, a DJ artist type of... Um, type of vibe. Type of vibe. And then the second time around, like, he got locked up after that. The second time around, when he got out, um, he pulled up to... Uh, I, I ran into him at a video shoot. Nice. It was... Um, shit. It was G-Baby. Catchy. Rest in peace, Catchy. Um... Who I think Ralphie on the song. Ralphie. I think Ralphie on the song too. Um, but he pulled up to that video shoot in Pico Union. That shit was legendary. Legendary. Like thinking about that day, like I'm just even being, being, a little bit, yeah, yeah. Not being there that day. I already knew that shit was legendary because mm-hmm. again, this was like he was fresh out, like maybe two three days. Literally pulled up. You know, jewelry on. He had just, the iciest shit on. Yeah, nah, he had the some icy ass shit, shit on. on. You know, and then that, oh, was, that the was iciest. That was during COVID. That was like in the middle Literally, of COVID. Yeah. So he came out with the jewelry. He still was wearing his mask and shit. No. Everything. Um, that that day went up, but after that, we ended up locking in. Um, at AD Studio, shout out AD, shout out Pun. We made up the score, and then we made Can't Think Twice. That's nice. on a big sad album. Both of them songs, and I got a couple more um, Draco verses like in the vault. Legendary, bro. yeah, yeah. Yeah, my I want to get um, eventually. I want to get the Stink Team on here, bro. Too, yeah, I think that would be show. great. That would be great. I'd love to get Ralph here or any of the Stink Team members For on the show. podcast. It would be super legendary. I had this one artist a couple weeks ago. His name is Deuce the Joint. He kind of he makes songs with like OTM and stuff. Okay. Yeah, I, I've had him, but besides that, you know, I would love to get. Oh yeah, yeah. you're manifesting it. They're gonna, you know, it's gonna it happen. Yeah, it's gonna sure. happen for sure, for sure, gonna happen, bro. But dude, that's that's so lit that you that be a, you know what I mean that you had that with Draco. Yeah, you know no, I mean? it was all love. It was you know he solid. He was solid. Mm-hmm. Um, so shout out to him. Rest in peace, Draco. Happy birthday, R. Draco. P. Yes, sir. Um, Capolo. Capolo, yeah, definitely another artist that I enjoy working with. Apollo 304 I, 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 I,
course, produced my by my boy right here, Kalen Frill Frills on there, and Capolo. It's on. Um, is it on Kalen's or Capolo? Capolo. His tape, right? Or his yeah. project, isn't it? It's called Code Sixteen. Yeah. So go stream. It's on that tape. So make sure you guys stream that. Um, man, bro. Like I said, just thank you for the vibes, man. You of feel course. me, Cypress. Like if you hadn't, have, you know, took the route and did the things you did, you know what I'm saying. A lot of things would, we wouldn't have a lot of things like that. And I just want to shout you out on that. You know what I'm saying. I was one of those kids bumping your shit no, thank in you, high man. school. You know it's, what I'm saying. It's people like you that you know keep me, keep me young for real. You know what I'm saying, it's, <laughs> bro. That's, honestly, that's I thought true. you were that's, way younger on some real shit. That's a good thing. Um, you got a young face. <laughs> thank you, man. Mm-hmm. But no, nah, it's people like you. Um, you know, I respect. I did my homework. I seen you had your own setup. I seen you know. Some of the guests that you had on the podcast. Appreciate that, man. I was here. I was doing this type of shit at one point in my career, too, because I was doing, like, internet radio, but it was internet radio with interviews type shit. Right. So, like, I respect it, you know. Appreciate that, man. It means a lot. Keep doing your shit, for real. Thank you, brother. Thank you. And I I plan on keep on going. I don't plan on stopping. I'm not going to stop. I'm going to keep going until I'm verifying this. You know what I'm saying? Like, the real type shit. You know what I'm saying? Um, like I said in the beginning, you feel me? I'm very focused right now. I know what I want. I know what's going to happen. You feel me? Like, I just got to keep it up. You feel me? And this is just, when I have, when I have interviews like this, it just, it's just a way, it's just like a reminder, like, you keep going. For sure. Does that yeah. make sense, though? Keep doing, yeah, keep doing yeah, man. Yeah. For sure, my brother. Um, Is there anything we could be on the lookout for that's, you know, that maybe people don't know about? You got clothing maybe might coming out. Do you, are you into clothing and stuff like that? Or no? Bit, just a Tiny bit. bit. Um, shit, everything is Catch-22. Like right now, again, this year, I, I wouldn't say like I'm disappointed in the year, but this year was a, a step back year for me where I'm like really trying to build and, yeah, build the label out. And I have big plans for the label. Like, yes, sir. Uh, big plans to put out. A lot of independent projects, um, big plans to put out and introduce like new faces, new artists that I'm working with. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, everything is Catch Twenty Two. Um, I do have some merch available on Catch Twenty Two dot com. Nice. Um, I am taking some merch on the road with me, and, and yeah, shit, I got some rugs too. Hey, um, man, I, no. Yeah. Nice. But um, everything's Catch Twenty Two. More music. Um, more projects, more singles. Definitely want to double up the numbers. Double it up. So go even harder. For sure, because it was it was at like five million this year mm-hmm. on Spotify. I want I want to see like ten million 10. at least. You need that ten. I need that ten. At least. You could do it. There you know. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Light work. Light work, nigga. Easy. <laughs> Light work. With no, your skill. Do, we just I just got to drop. I got to drop more shit. I'm looking forward to that, man. Thank you, man. Appreciate um, it. Um, I just want to say. Appreciate you for fucking with my podcast again, supporting the movement. I know this. I fuck ad- with it for real. You real fucking with it for real? Yeah, just you know, real, recognized, real. What's the you getting the vibes in here a little yeah, bit? Yeah, no, for sure. My man, and I, I know you've been and you've been on some podcasts before too. A couple, you, you, yeah. you've been on some too. Before. It's been a minute though. Like it, this was just perfect timing for real. Mm-hmm. Like you hit me, I got a little bit of shit to talk about. It's kind of like my um my year. I guess my my twenty twenty two like just wrapped up. Wrapped up. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it all worked out on timing, bro. Yeah. And I would love to get you on here for another episode in a couple months oh, yeah. and do a little update on what you got going Let's on, do man. It, yeah. And uh, it. that being said, bro, like I said in the beginning, I do vlogs and shit like that. 
Usually I have stuff playing right now, but for some reason the remote is like I don't know. But um, now we finna lock in. Just pull up. I got hella shit. Do that. So just... enough said, kind of. You already know what I'm about to say. I'm on the same right, type brother. of you know. I'm on the same type of time. You I'm know. glad we tapped in, bro. No, thank you. Thank no. you for having me. Shit, I'm happy to be here. It's definitely the a, a smooth conversation, good conversation. This episode is fire. I, I I love this episode. Bro. Yeah. I feel like it was very good conversation. Thank you, man. But besides that, make sure you guys. Are fucking with his music, everything he got going on. Like I said in the beginning, make sure you guys are following him. The ads are always on the screen. You guys can now listen to this episode on. It's gonna be available on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. So you know, if you guys are just listening right now, make sure you guys click to follow. Um, let's see, is there anything else? The merch, like I said, I got a hoodie on. I'm gonna have to hook you up with a hoodie, bro. I, don't, yeah. I haven't done. I think I'm printing like next week or something like that. You just so, got something like your size. Yeah, yeah, send me your size or something like that. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll get you a hoodie and then maybe like we go do a vlog. I can pull up on you. And I can just drop it off. Type we'll do something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Tied in. Tied in. But besides that, I mean, I think enough was said, bro. Thank you guys. Um, Like I said, just make sure you guys are following him. You guys are following me. Let me know who you guys want to see on the podcast. Who do you guys think I have next? We ain't stopping with this. And until then, I will see you guys on the next episode for real. Yeah, we are. Yeah.